0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal.
1: Oh, buddy. We are in the aftermath of football.
0: Being I done. know. First episode of what I guess we consider the offseason here on the Sports Dude. Appeal podcast. Uh, the off season of football, you know, got to focus our things onto other sports. There are other things that that matter in the in the world of sports. Uh, I know they may are. not seem as as you know matterable as football, but uh, it, there is other things to talk about, uh, like we're gonna get to today. I mean, football right now is is kind of we we have this month. You know, we have the six months off till the next game, but we have a month off until you know free agency gets going. The draft really starts to get picked up, the combine, all that. So for, for, you know, for these next couple episodes, I mean, we're going to be focused on right now. We, we're at the all-star break for the NBA. So we have to talk about the first half of the season. What's going down this weekend. Uh, you know, what, what, what is uh, going on since the last time we talked about the NBA. Cause the, uh, what, what I could tell you right now is, is looking at these standings, man, the East is wide open right now. Yeah. I mean, absolutely yeah. wide open. Anyone can really take this, uh, take this conference. Uh, also the Olympics still going on, coming to a close, uh, uh, we'll definitely give you an update on that, or should I say, you'll give an update on that. Uh, and then uh, uh, did, did we have to talk about the uh, the celebration of the end of the year of football, where the Rams had their Super Bowl parade, which I don't think was that much of a parade of the parades that I've seen other teams and other sports teams celebrate their wins. Uh, and then yeah, but, also, but,
1: but at least they all got to take their shirts off.
0: Yeah, a lot of shirts, a lot, a lot of a lot of pecs were showing. Aaron Donald's it. massive body was was out and 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 there was a lot of uh, a lot of half naked guys
1: if you look like Aaron Donald would you ever wear a shirt
0: Uh, I don't think I I don't think I would I don't really blame him for that one especially in the the LA beautiful weather Uh, I definitely wouldn't and then also uh, college basketball again to that um, as we are you know a couple couple weeks away here from March as we get into the the tournament season so uh, a lot of things to talk about in this episode so let's get to it let's run it Super So how many how many days of the Olympics are left? We're now this is we're we're on Tuesday uh, of of this week the the 18th right. of February. So so how many Tuesday? How many, what
1: are you talking about Tuesday? Well, I'm saying what is this episode or, or I'm sorry, Friday. Well, this episode is Friday
0: Friday. Friday. Friday the 18th. My fault.
1: Yes. So tomorrow is the last day. I believe.
0: Ah, so we are at the end. We are at, at yes. literally at the end. So, uh, six. Are, have we done better? Um, I was looking at the medals earlier. I see that that we have a couple more gold medals than we started with, but. It well, seems like this well, this, this uh, Olympics, it wasn't like a domination by like one country.
1: Well, Norway's doing pretty damn good. Yeah, Nor- they got Norway's 29 leading the, there. Twenty nine medals, fourteen gold, four ahead of Germany in the gold, seven ahead of Germany overall. So you got to give it to Norway, man. I mean, they are bringing well, it. They, I think
0: I believe Norway should be be doing excellent in the Winter Olympics. What else would they since, would they be training they, for?
1: Since they live and breathe snow every right. day. Yeah. And, and what's, I'm actually I'm yeah. surprised with Germany, like yeah. Germany I didn't realize was this dominant other than bobsled. You know I never thought Germany was that big into the Winter Olympics. So them having one more medal than we do is, is is actually pretty impressive.
0: And I, and I see the the Ru- Russia or whatever their their team is considered because don't they they don't play as Russia they play as the the Russian Olympic Committee yeah whatever that is. Uh, they are in second with twenty six I see, but. Are those 26 valid medals? Because I know we see – I see all these stories about these these Russians using drugs and, and all this. So is this 26 valid, you know, approved medals, or, or we're not sure you know, about that?
1: You know, it's a really good question because there's definitely a lot of rumbling around that mm-hmm. team, especially, you know, the, the skater who was taking – some weird drug to help you know one of her issues and it gives her a boost in the amount of oxygen that goes to her blood or something like it's just crazy (laughs) right like so they actually had a hearing and they cleared her but then you know it's still being fought in the courts like it's so ridiculous you know but then there's also some rumblings about a couple other people on their team that Definitely, maybe uh, juicing as well. So, I don't know. I mean, they have twenty six for now, but I w- I would guess in the next six months you'll see a, you'll see some stripped. What
0: from- what is what can they not can they not compete fairly? Is this is this something in 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 Russia with, with is is Putin telling them to to take the the steroids or, or something like that? Yeah. Like what what's going
1: uh, on? Let's put it this way: um, I don't think Putin is worried about the Olympics <laughs> since he's got 140,000 troops on the edge of the Ukraine at the moment. Ah. So I'm thinking his attention is a little bit somewhere else, but I could definitely see the Olympic committee chairman uh, sending some dope uh, along the way to, to, to make these athletes better. But you know, I, I look, Russia is that kind of country that wants to have world recognition and world dominance and be on the top of the stage. So you know, I could definitely see them maybe uh, doing a few things that probably aren't kosher. Yeah.
0: So I see that we're in in fourth, which is for the Winter Olympics. If the U.S. is top five, I think that's respectable. Yes?
1: Yes. I think uh, there's definitely been some disappointments overall. Um, we picked up some golds in the monobob. Did you see the monobob? I did not catch the monobob. I mean, this I is just, the uh, what, Olympic what the debut, debut of single bobsleds. Huh. One person pushing a bobsled down, jumping in and steering it all by themselves. Nobody behind them. Hmm. You know, there's a two-man and a four-man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah, this know. is the one-man or one woman. And uh. two women went first and second for the hey. U.S. There
0: you go. So the the monobob is is here to stay, and it is here a an Olympic is is a U.S. is is a U.S. owned sport.
1: it is and should we got uh aaron jackson won for the 500 meter uh uh, speed skating and she trains up in ocala here locally so good on that and then still the most well the two most disappointing things the the us men was playing were playing so well in hockey and then they lost to like slovakia you know and then uh canada beat the women in uh in the gold medal game so that was a little disappointing but the biggest disappointment of all how, I, I don't know how Michaela Shiffrin is going to move on from this. I mean, this is a woman who literally holds almost every record in World Cup skiing. She is the best slalom skier ever. Hmm. She is one of the best overall skiers ever. The woman sits on the podium every week if you follow skiing. She goes to the Olympics to, to do five events. She crashes in three of the five and doesn't even come Anywhere closer than ninth in the other two. Yeah, she walks a, away with jack crap.
0: So so it was the it was the letdown from the people you expected from the United States, but the maybe the unexpected people uh, definitely carried them to a to a decent placing. Uh, in well the Sean, did,
1: did did you watch Sean White's last uh yeah his, attempt his
0: last half pipe attempt?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i a big Sean White fan. Like, that kid has grown up so much. And we've seen him growing up from, like, the, the quirky, yeah, it, long hair guy. An to, American to, icon. Yeah, totally. And he's dating Nina Dobrev. So, like, good, he's got my complete, <laughs> utter respect. Right? So, I was a big fan. I was praying he was going to get third. You know, and he's coming down on that last one, and he fell yep. at the end. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I actually had a little tear in my eye. Mm. But, man, if you were watching that event, I have never seen – anything like that. The the Japanese guy and the Australian guy, but specifically the Japanese guy. He was electric. He was 23 feet above the wall. 23 feet. Think about that. Okay. It's like, uh, it's like, it's it's on its It's unfathomable. It's Mm -hmm. it's three you know uh Yao Ming's above the <laughs> wall like it's it's unreal and this guy's flipping around like 57 times and then landing it and then flipping again 37 times like it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life and it was crazy because on his second run and, and the way snow uh half pipe is is that they just take your best score out of three his second run was the greatest thing you've ever seen and the the announcer was like, "Oh my God, we're gonna see the greatest score we've ever seen in, in the in the history of it." And he got like a ninety-one and was in second place. I swear to God, I thought the announcer was gonna go down there and kill every judge. <laughs> like he was so flipping out. And this is this is a travesty. This is this is awful. But right, and then the guy on his third one goes out and he does even better. And he ends up getting like a 96 and winning the goal. But, I mean, it was just – it was one of the best events I have ever witnessed live, you know, watching it. And every guy was doing amazing. It was it was a really cool event. So, yes. So, Sean White didn't get a medal, but he's still the man. Nathan Chen, you know, our other biggest star, he did deliver the gold, you know, on his uh, figure skating. And uh, Chloe Kim, who is our uh, half-pipe miracle, you know, uh, girl on the uh, – on the US team, she got gold too. So a couple of the stars came through, but Michaela Schiffer was the one that really is gonna leave this games in and, and need depression medication, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and, and I just can't help to 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 see these these uh standings here. What in the world is Canada doing at number five? We're talking about the birthplace of hockey, the what the birthplace of curling, uh the the winter uh, experts, the the cold up north, and they're sitting here with four gold medals and placing fifth behind the U.S., Germany, and and Russia. I mean, that's what what are we doing here, Canada? Like, what what else? What else are you Canadian for? You, this is I, this is what you live for for, for the Canadians.
1: I think. I really do believe that the weather conditions and the fact that these guys couldn't train on these facilities before the games is having a massive impact on people. You know, it, it, it's just it's crazy. And then, you know, usually the host nation has like this epiphany and, and does amazing in their home games. And China only has 13 medals. So yeah. I don't know. It's a, weird it's a weird Olympics.
0: All right. But it's coming to an end. A successful one? Okay. A, 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 success, uh, I a would, successful one?
1: i would I would call it an average performance for the Americans, all
0: right well, you know if we're if we're average in the in the winter Olympics, I'll take that. we just you know have to come out um hopefully we end up making the World Cup at the end of this year, um and then in the Summer Olympics, we do much better since that is yes. more of our thing, but yes, uh, we are
1: the swimming and running you know mm-hmm. uh, people,
0: yeah, all right, well. A good uh, a good two weeks from the Olympics there, so so thank you for that. Thank you for our our, our coverage on that since uh, I didn't get around to watching a lot of that. So <laughs> appreciate that. Um, did you see the the uh, the other day the the Rams had their Super Bowl parade? Yeah. Uh, a couple of things went down. Um, it was a good parade. Um, Stafford Matthew Stafford was absolutely hammered, uh, along with probably every other te- you know every one of his teammates who. Had their shirts off and Aaron Donald was was flexing out there and everyone was was partying and stuff. Um, I I just have this problem. I have seen I have watched a lot of the you know parades and we all see when they go to Disney World and they all come back to L.A. and they all have their their parades and, and you know th- that just goes for sports in general. I mean you you've seen the you know uh, the the NFL ones which the Super Bowl ones where the Patriots have theirs and the Eagles a couple years back where theirs was incredible. You couldn't even you know. Get a you know you couldn't even get up until like the first ten rows because it was packed all the way around, mm-hmm. and then you see this L.A. Rams one and there was people there, and I swear to you it, it looks like it was like a a high school like state championship parade. <laughs> I mean there was nobody there compared to the other these other fantastic you know parades that teams have had when they've won. So that was kind of you know funny when right. I saw that.
1: Well, the Rams are probably what the fourth or fifth. Most coveted team in LA. I mean, yeah. between the Lakers, the Dodgers, USC football, UCLA. Like, I mean, you probably have to go right. down the list to be like, okay, oh shoot, the Rams here too. You know, yeah. so and, and that's they, at one least thing.
0: they beat out the at least they beat out their their you know stadium shares the Chargers, which are even more wow. pathetic Geez. than them. I, yeah.
1: I think the Raiders have a bigger fan base in LA. Yeah,
0: you know? I mean. They were out in all their games. There was more Bengals fans there in the Super Bowl. There was more 49ers fans there in the NFC Championship. So, I mean, I didn't expect much, but it was just kind of sad to see, like, five L.A. Rams fans there. But <laughs> well, uh, something you know- that that happened at the event was that there was a video that went viral of one of the camera women that kind of fell off the podium, I guess. I don't think it was, it was something she wasn't accidentally shoved or pushed. I think it was something where she just slipped and fell, and I believe that she fractured her spine, so that wasn't good, and there was kind of a video that I think put Stafford in a, uh, a pl- like, it, it caught him at a, at an angle that was, I think made it look worse than it was, where she fell and he kind of looked the other way. He was also not in the best state of mind, and it wasn't like he pushed her, so I don't think that it was something where it was like, dang, this is a bad look on Stafford. But anyway, he came out with a statement, him and his wife and the Rams saying that they were definitely going to pay with her, you know, pay for her new equipment that broke and pay for her medical bills as she, you know, recovers. But uh, yeah. not not, not the best look there because it did Listen, look kind of bad.
1: This is what happens, uh, and I can relate. Uh, this is what happens when you drink too much tequila.
0: <laughs> well, it was funny it, because they, uh, uh, Tom Brady, if everyone remembers the – tampa bay uh, uh uh parade from last uh, last year when they won the super bowl where tom brady was seen in rare form of of yeah. not being able to walk or speak and being helped out by you know f- uh friends there to to his uh car or back to his apartment or whatever and he he tweeted out at matthew stafford and said make sure you mix in some water with that uh, w- <laughs> with whatever you're drinking there my what, friend
1: the- they put him on the podium talking, and he was slurring with words. And it was just, oh, my God. Why are you putting him on the podium? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it I was, mean, come uh... on, man. Just have him wave, you know, but that's about it, you know. But, man, I, going back to Aaron Donald for a second, there's a yeah. picture. You got to go look at it online um, of him five years ago to him now body-wise without a shirt on. The man was a chubby little, chubby little dude, chubby big dude, right, with man boobs, and now he's the freaking he's the Hulk. Yeah, he's he's He's, ripped in every everywhere. Yeah, he's he's a beast. I mean, what's the juice he's on? Yeah, because I need some of
0: that juice. I mean, he was. I remember an old podcast where he was on with DK Metcalf, and DK Metcalf, as we all know, is is one of the strongest guys you know you've ever seen. Like, look at that man, how he's built. And I mean, they were. I think he was impressed that, I think DK Metcalf was saying he benched like 300, 350, and Aaron Donald looked at him and just laughed at him, and he was like, and I think DK Metcalf was like, oh, I'm pretty confident I can lift more than Aaron Donald, and Aaron Donald laughed at him and then was like, 350, I, I can, I think I can do a little more than that. So just to show you how how strong that guy is, I mean, did, did we all not see the, the bull rush that, that went kind of viral of him pushing back the defender into Joe Burrow, five yards into Joe Burrow and making the sack? I mean, he's he's unworldly. he's He's ridiculous, so...
1: That Will was just the. Uh, Will he be back?
0: Yeah, I still think he he comes back. I don't of think he can just step away. Back. He's but goal. but that was the uh, the the mini parade, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. That the. At the Rams hey, before and, we jump
1: before we jump ahead, because I know we're gonna leave NFL. I just have one question. I was listening to a NFL show today, mm-hmm. and they were like, the it's basically a done deal that the Colts are gonna get rid of Carson Wentz. I did see that. Has there has there been a bigger fall from grace? Then Carson wins.
0: I, I just, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think it was this huge fall from grace. I think that the, one season this was he had the number.
1: He, he was the number two pick. He was right. having an MVP type season. I mean, he was honestly was the best quarterback in the league that year. Yep. You know, tor- tears his ACL. The team goes and wins the Super Bowl with his backup, <laughs> right? And he's never played well since. And he's mm-hmm. gonna to go to his third team and he's going to be a perennial backup. He's not going to be the starting quarterback anywhere. Yeah. Nobody's treating him to a, be the starter.
0: Look, it's a it's a it's a bad downfall from what he was. Um I mean, I can we sit here and say that that his the inj, here's why I don't like talking about the oh ever since the injury is because it's not like the injury is ACL has, has hindered him from his movement and has athleticism in his arm talent. I mean, I don't, I don't think we can sit here and say that it killed, it
1: killed his confidence.
0: It, his confidence was killed. Definitely. And you know, with the, the Nick Foles winning and everyone basically writing him off, which you can't blame anyone. I mean, Nick Foles won them the Super Bowl. Why would they care right. about Carson Wentz now? Uh, right. I, I think that that definitely killed his confidence, but you're, you're looking at a guy who is, is still talented, but but makes a lot of mistakes. He still made, you know, some mistakes in his early years that he was he started off good, but he makes too many mistakes. And and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he got a, a contract extension that pays him like a top, you know, still still to this day, you know, a top 10, 15 quarterback in the league, which he's not. So nope. that's the other thing to it. If he was getting, you know, a one-year, five million dollar contract and he was this, you know, one year rental quarterback, I don't think we'd be holding into this standard that it's like he can just stay on this team and be the backup he wants he's still getting paid like 20 25 million a year because he was one of those first quarterbacks that really got you know the big payday so
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um yeah i don't don't know where he's gonna end up i don't know what's gonna happen to him but yeah i agree with you he's he's not really a a starting you know no one's gonna really put him in the starting role anymore on on a contending team so uh but let's let's go on to uh to the nba right now because we haven't talked nba in a while we're at the all-star break so we're pretty much at this you know halfway a little over halfway uh break right now uh a little late on the on the all-star break though you know a little yeah a little I, think
1: that, I think most of the teams have played like 58 59 yeah, almost so, 60 games
0: so we are we're, we're well into february right now and uh we we can we can look at some of these teams and then we'll talk all-star break and all-star weekend with the the events going on but like I said in the in the opener, I, I really want to focus on the East right now because I think the West is a little more. Uh, I, I'm just a lot. I'm a. I'm very confident in in the Phoenix Suns in the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we talk about the East first, th- this this Eastern Conference from the first seed, which is the Sh- Chicago Bulls, right now, to pretty much the eighth seed, it, which is the Brooklyn Nets, th- this this conference is wide open. The difference between Chicago and Brooklyn. Is seven games. The difference between Chicago and the six seed Boston is three and a half games. I mean, this is completely wide open. There are plenty of teams with big threes, good duos, all around good teams. I mean, any one of these teams, I would not be surprised if they come out and represent the East in, in you know when it come Finals time.
1: So you're saying Orlando still has a chance? no
0: nah, I'm not saying Orlando has a chance, but. Okay. Good news the Detroit Pistons thank you beat the Boston Celtics other night and moved Orlando back into the worst record in the league so <laughs> the tank season continues but uh in in terms of just you know you have the I think the strong contenders the guys you know the teams that should come out in the East you have Chicago who's been playing fantastic and they are not even half healthy right now they're dealing with Zach Levine who has a very you know, serious enough injury, knee injury that has, you know, kept him out for a while. He came back for a couple games, was lingering still and had now has to sit out and see, you know, specialists. specialist. He'll be done for a little bit. You had uh, 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 Lonzo Ball, who is out for the foreseeable future with a knee injury as well. So that's your point guard. That's your all-star shooting guard who are, who is out. They've been dealing with their backup um, and Alex Caruso, who's been out. They're dealing with a lot of, of injuries right now, and they continue to win games and are back in first place because... DeMar DeRozan is having what what I consider as one of the best comeback seasons from a player that I think we all can say writ off as the, you know, he was on the decline of his career and was out of his prime and was not the same all-star. Uh, player anymore and he has revitalized his career and is is unstoppable right now
1: yes it's a lot different playing in san antonio oh, and I, with this chicago Bulls I, team. i agree his. but
0: but i think it's even more impressive impressive that he's he does this with or without whoever's on the court with levine on the court with vucevic with you know lonzo who who take shots and 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 are also you know levine's averaging 25 a game vuce is averaging 20 a game and he's still putting up 30 a night is still you know uh you know, just and he's, li- he's leaving the team in games. minutes. Yeah. And he's leading he, the team in minutes played. He is having an incredible season. Levine, we, yeah. we talked about the injury. Vucevic has been on a tear lately. He has been, you know, the guy that had to step up with Levine and them out. Um and they're well, getting so, so
1: is Kobe White. They're getting fantastic
0: really well. play from Kobe White, who had an yeah. iffy rookie season and yeah. the steal of the draft which we all talked about Io DeSumo. Why in the world this guy went in the second round where he was one of the best college players at Illinois last year and has it's come on and just gives this team 40 minutes a night and puts up 12, 14, 15 points a game and has been you know one of the, the best rookies this year. So this team has team. it all. It, this team, team has it all. Uh, they have other contenders right now. Um, God, I don't want to talk about Miami. Uh, <laughs> you know you know how I feel about Miami. One game back. I'll tell you this right now. Miami does this every year. And most recently they did in the bubble, they got to the the uh the finals here uh you know back in the bubble there. Th- this team is fine. The, the Miami Heat have this culture that is just a winning culture. They 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 have a fantastic coach, they have a fantastic front office. Jimmy Butler's great. You know, Lowry has is having a good season, and Tyler Hero has finally woken up and and went from being great to bad, and now back to great. So it's it's glad to see that. But this team, I don't care what it is, I I, I still stand by this. They're not a they are not one of the contenders in the East for me. I I will stand by that. I, I do I, not I, put them in the I same don't group. Disagree with you. I don't put them in the same group as Chicago, as Milwaukee, as Philly with you know Harden when Harden gets healthy, and I still probably. Would, would put Boston in there as well with how good they're yeah. playing and how I've said this team is a contending team, but I gave up on them over the last couple of years on how just, just, you know, bad and, and how they played together. But I think that those, those five, or I guess those four Chicago, Milwaukee, Philly, and Boston are the contenders in the East. I don't include Miami, even though they are the second seed right now. I don't, I don't include Miami in that tier. I just, I I just can't do that.
1: I'll tell you the team that nobody wants to play and nobody's talking about, and that's the Cleveland Cavaliers. This team is playing so well.
0: Fantastic,
1: yes. And I love this team. It goes like eight, nine people deep scoring double figures every night. Like, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, look, I was completely wrong about Mobley, right? I said (laughs) that before. (laughs) I I, told you you would. I, I I tried to warn you. Darius Garland is a superstar. Right, yep. Jared Allen is playing outstanding. So is Laurie Markkinen. Now they have Levert. You know, I mean, Kevin Love has come back and and, and is putting fourteen and eight up a game. And they they're getting scoring from everyone. I mean, they're getting scoring from like, they're getting double digit scoring from CeeDee Osmond. Like the hell is this guy? <laughs>
0: yeah, and they you know? they have. They have exceptional depth. They can they can create whatever lineup they want. You want to start yep. Evan Momley at the three short. You want to start Laurie Markin at the three short. You want to start Karis LaVert at the three, you can do that as well. They have so much that they can do with their lineup. And Darius Garland went out and said that, you know, one of their great signings that he appreciated this year was Rajon Rondo, who is you know, one of their bench players who's still in the league. And he said that leadership and what he's done for him has really made him the player he is. But mm-hmm. when you go... When you go with your bigs of Jared Allen, Mobley, Kevin Love, and Markanen, you can can have three of those guys in at once. You can have two. You can rotate them in and out. You can have pairings. I mean, there is just so much that they can do with this team, and I agree with you. It's not a team you want to play. Um, I still worry about these young guys and come playoff time when they take on a Chicago who is really guarding DeMar DeRozan, uh, who is guarding Zach Levine. Uh, When you play good guards on Milwaukee, do they have a person that can – defend Giannis I'm not sure about that can they defend Harden on Philly that's the only thing I worry about with with this team but could I see this team win you know in in round one in round two get to a conference championship I I I wouldn't doubt that but I think that they are uh they come playoff time they got to prove something that they are they are for real uh in this because I think that they are a very good team you know this year for sure
1: they're the team I will be rooting for in the playoffs Yeah, on the Um, east
0: side. Yeah, and then you have you have Boston, who was kind of to start the season out of it, and was still that same team where it's like Jason Tatum, fantastic, Jalen Brown, fantastic, but this team isn't really a contending team in the east. And then they all of a sudden go on and win nine
1: in a row to start February, which which I don't understand. This team is terrible. Like yes, I I mean they've got a great backcourt, but the team has no frontcourt. Yeah,
0: it's it's it's. Kind of constructed a little weird, and they have, and they beat good teams, too. They beat Brooklyn, they beat Denver, they beat Atlanta and Philly. They did, and they beat Philly by 50 the other night, and then obviously lost to Detroit, which ended the win streak, but that was a back-to-back. Uh, but when you have Tatum playing as well, as well as he is, which he is now an all-star starter, uh, J- Jalen Brown playing exactly the same and is mm-hmm. arguably more consistent than Tatum is on, on every, any given night. The most underrated trade of Derek White that went down at the at the trade deadline, which we didn't even talk about from, you know, what was a starter in San Antonio for four years and comes to this, you know, gets traded to this team for, I think, Romeo Lankford, uh, which wasn't even getting minutes for them. And, you know, comes into this team and, you know, in his first couple games has posted 14, 9, has given them, you know, really good minutes off the bench and they get another guard off the bench, which has been good. Smart has always been the defensive guy. And and in the in the back court, um, it, it's it's not flashy when you have Al Horford, who a lot of people and court. I'm included have said that you know definitely out of his prime, but he's still He's out of his prime. No, he is, but he still can give you starting center minutes, which he has been. and Great. So he they gives have you Robert ten, Williams he gives you ten
1: ten points and seven rebounds. Yeah, but and but Robert you Williams gives you ten points. They, so. they
0: don't need scoring from from their front court at all. They have scorers for that in in their backcourt. That's where they get it from. But uh, Robert Williams is, you know, right now in the running for for Defensive Player of the Year. He's in a top five candidate for that. That's what he does so well. So I think it's yeah, it's watched. a weirdly constructed team. I mean, the only way that this team gets back to a conference championship like they were a couple of years ago, or yeah, conference championship or or conference final, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The only way that they get to that is if Tatum and Brown are consistent. Completely take over this team, and they really can't take a game off. You can't say you can't say that about a lot of a lot of other teams, like Chicago. Let's say DeMar takes a night off; he doesn't have it. Well, you got Levine, uh, you got Levine, you got Vucevic, and You're Lonzo gonna get to, to, to take care places. of that. You know, Giannis takes a You know, doesn't have it that night. You got Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton that can really back him up. But Boston, if if one of those guys doesn't show up, it gets hard to find
1: scoring. You know, in other places, which. Is why I don't it's, see this. It's a tough team this team, going. this team will be knocked out of the first round.
0: And and they like might, the way it is
1: structured right now, they'd have to play Milwaukee in the first round. Yeah, It'll and be
0: they're the not being Milwaukee. So no. I think seeding wise, they'd have to you know keep on this winning streak. And look, they're only you know two games behind Milwaukee, so anything could happen. But they uh, they need to continue uh, uh, to win, get better seating because they, to 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 make it farther. I agree with you. I don't think they they have to avoid a first round matchup against you know Milwaukee.
1: What, what, what about Brooklyn, right? I mean, since the trade. <laughs> well, well right?
0: Brooklyn right now doesn't have anybody <laughs> playing yeah. for them. And we say that after, I guess we can sneak this in. Uh, we can sneak the, the Knicks in as well, because what in the world is going on with the Knicks right now? They played the Nets last night. Uh, the, the New York Knicks were up 28 points at one point uh, in, the, in the third quarter, I believe, or, or late in the second. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nets came back with no... Kevin Durant, with no Kyrie Irving, with obviously no James Harden, and now no Ben Simmons. Uh, their starting lineup consisted of Andre Drummond, Bruce Brown, and, uh, and James Johnson, along with Patty Mills and Seth Curry. Uh, down Breakfast. 28 to the New York Knicks, who need a win so bad because they have uh, been so bad this year. And Cam Thomas, who is an absolute dog, yeah, LSU, you, baby. <laughs> uh, comes back, puts 16 of his own points in the fourth quarter and comes back from 28 down to be the Knicks. So we could talk about the Nets first, Uh big win for the Nets because they need as many wins as they can pick up with, with Durant, who doesn't look like he's coming back really anytime soon. Maybe, you know, a little bit after the all-star break, uh, you have Kyrie who can't play at home games. At home. <laughs> so this is, you know, a team right now that, yeah, they're going to be in the playoffs. Um. Play in probably, uh, and, and if they win one, what, what, you know, let, let's just assume fully healthy KD, a Kyrie that only can play at away games, and a, a Ben Simmons that comes back and and contributes defensively and and a little bit offensively. Like, what what is this team really? Are they in that group? I don't consider them to be in the group of Chicago, Milwaukee, Philly, and and right now Boston. I, I just I, I just can't see this team right now without their second best player for half of the games in the series and a a right now hurt Kevin Durant, which can't do it all by himself, even with these role players. I mean, the other teams are just too deep that I think they can just really handle Brooklyn in a seven game series.
1: Isn't it amazing that two years ago we were talking about the NBA will be changed forever with everything going through Brooklyn. Yep. Right. The big three were going to dominate the NBA. Yep. And they've done nothing. Now they've carved it up. Now Kyrie Irving is a big problem. Like, it's amazing how – talk about fall from grace with the Carson Wentz, Wentz talk we were just talking about. This is the biggest fall from grace in the NBA. I mean, it's just what – I mean, that and the Lakers. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, and, and – yeah. Well, I was going to say the only thing that, that, that's even more scary is that, you know, Brooklyn, who probably, like you said, will get in the playing playing game – is going to have to play Chicago or Milwaukee or Miami or Milwaukee. I mean, they're going to be bouncing the first round. The only yeah. that's going for them maybe though is that if they're the if they're the weaker team, they'll have less home games in a seven game series, and, they, and so and Kyrie can actually play yeah, more games.
0: They they may want that. I mean, that's going to be interesting, also. So yeah, I you know the biggest thing with the Harden trade for me was was you hear all these arguments. Well, they got rid of a player that didn't want to be there. They got better defensively with Simmons. They didn't need the scoring. The, the biggest thing to me with the James Harden trade is you went from a contender to not one. I think that's the biggest thing we need to focus on. You went from a championship contender with James Harden on your team to a non-championship contender.
1: You, you, you were a championship contender in the metaverse. Like, honestly, I mean, let's be honest, OK? We weren't seeing a product that put all three of those guys on the floor at any one time. Yes, but, it, but ne- I- we never saw it. it. Everyone has always constantly heard of the three of them. I oh, mean, I understand was that. One-
0: but but if you, but, OK, theoretically, Kyrie gets, you know, in, in some other fantasy world, gets vaccinated. He can play all the games. Kevin Durant comes back uh, healthy and, and Harden's healthy. The team's a, a title contender, a title favorite.
1: And guess what? And if now the Cowboys, they are simply If the Cowboys not. find a way to get you know <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Donald, and Ryan Jensen, we're going to be in the Super Bowl too. I I understand that, but the so when you get out they, of La La Land, this.
0: they had the team, and this year they they would have have been healthy. You know, it, it, KD comes back and, and Harden comes back, and and Kyrie you know can play for a little bit of the games, but they They're simply done. went from. A contender to now they are not one, and I think that's the biggest thing of the trade. Philly, on the other hand, becomes a contender with Harden coming back, and I don't want to judge them right now. He's not playing right now, and we'll talk about them come playoff time. So they're fine there. Uh, And then I guess right now, right
1: now, just make make life simple. Right now, I'll give you two teams Mm -hmm. who have the who are the two teams that you have the most confidence to come out of the East come playoff time.
0: It's Chicago and, and Milwaukee. For sure, I yeah, think Chicago sure. right now is the is the favorite to come out of the East. I mean, that's pretty obvious. They're the number one seed. I, I think uh, it'll yeah. be Chicago or Philly. I I, I think Philly. I, I want to see it first. I want to see this this Embiid Harden. If it really is the dream duo that we've all you know been waiting to see, and if yeah. that really happens, I think this team can can be you know really hard to beat. But Milwaukee, when you watch them play, and Chicago has a little bit of this, but they haven't played. All these guys haven't played. For as long, you know, as, as Milwaukee, Milwaukee's had this team for for a while now. Their team chemistry is off the charts. They just won a championship. They are, you know, uh, it's the same team. You know, they they have the role players that just work with the stars because they all know each other's game, and it's a it's an incredibly hard team to beat. So they are a close second. But Chicago, with yeah. the talent that they have, should this is their year to definitely get, you know. Uh, to, to get out of the East, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, th- so that's the East there. I mean, we. I don't want to talk about the Knicks, but the Knicks are a disgrace. I mean, you could yes. go watch, uh, go watch Stephen A. go off on them. And that you know from <laughs> from the other night with the the twenty eight point, you know, absolute, that's terrible awful. loss. Uh, and then if we move to the to the West, I'll make this short and simple. I think there's a lot of good teams. I think, you know, Dallas is a good team. I like the trade that they made, you know, getting Porzingis. They're, you know, what whatever, you know, it just didn't work out. You know, getting another guard in Dinwiddie, I think that was good. I think Utah is always a good team regular season. Memphis is a great story. You know, th- this is two teams for me. I I have I have so much confidence in Phoenix to get back to this to to this finals. I, and I, and you can never count out Golden State because they are Really equally as good. And I think we really are going to see a Phoenix Golden State Western Conference final. Um, Which would be epic. Incredible. It, might, it, would be,
1: it would be epic.
0: Yeah. And and it, it's just it's very simple. Uh, when you have Chris Paul and Devin Booker playing as well as they are now, they, I mean, they've lost two times in the last, like, 30 games. <laughs> uh, they, they just don't lose. They, nope. I mean, they were down. They were played the Rockets the other night. And, and they were down the entire game. And fourth quarter, Devin Booker says, hold this. I, I, we're not losing this game. Comes in, gives them, gives them you know, points. Um, I think the other teams are cute. I think Dallas is cute. They're, they're not going to win a, a, a title. They're not going to beat Phoenix or Philly or, or Phoenix or Golden State in a seven-game series. I, I think Memphis is a great story this year. They're a great season. They're not going to beat them in a seven-game series. I think Denver has the MVP in Nikola Jokic. You know, if they don't have Jamal Murray... Or, uh, or Michael Porter Jr. They're not beating any of them in a seven-game no. series. The Clippers no, sure, sure aren't with any of
1: their guys. The Phoenix Suns have the best bench in the NBA.
0: Yeah, agreed. They're, they're the mean, best you, team you, right now in the NBA.
1: Yeah, I mean, when, when you they bring in the McGee and Payne the and Crowder off the bench, it, it's like, geez, I mean, you, you drop like two points, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's just unbelievable. Do you know that Biombo is on Phoenix now?
0: Yeah, he, he's been a— He's been an okay addition score, for them. He's
1: scoring like nine points a game.
0: Yeah, he's been. Be he's been definitely you know adding something there.
1: That guy couldn't hit the, uh, the
0: the backboard in Miami or in Orlando. Yeah. My but God. but th- This team is 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 constructed so perfectly with yep. your main your main stars Booker. They have a fantastic big in Aiton, and a fan yep. you know arguably one of the best point guards to ever play the game in Chris Paul, who's who is scoring fifteen points a game, and his job is not to score. I mean, he's scoring 15 points a game. He 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 doesn't score.
1: So, with 11 assists.
0: Right. Yeah. So his, he's out there facilitating and getting the ball to these scorers. Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson are two of the best role-playing shooting, you know, shooting Wingman. forwards in yep. the entire game. And you just have the, the the you know, the scheme guys with the Frank Kamitskis and the Cameron Payne and the the McGee's and Biombo's that are coming in and they just have to do their job. And, and Jake Crowder, yep. you know, it, it's, it's. It's yeah, and we'll throw Landry Shamed in there
1: too, who yeah, also Landry you, know, Schemed, like, you know who, shout who can come out, in and shout yeah. out Wichita State there, there uh, who but, can come uh, in and shoot like forty percent from three. Yeah.
0: Phoenix is the best team in the league. They are by far my favorite to win the the finals this year. This is this is their year to win it. With this Western Conference, this Western Conference is weak this year. It is mm-hmm. weak. You know, look. I, I when I say this, there are two contenders in this conference. The other the, these other teams, they can't. I just don't think that they can compete in a seven game series against two, these two teams. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm
1: higher on Memphis than you are. I, I still think this team is. I,
0: I think Memphis is a great team, but but and, we we already went over this. They take on the, these two teams in a seven game series. There's just no way that they could beat. I, I just can't see them beating either of these teams in a seven game series. I, I, could, I think it's, I, I, I think they can easily get past the first round or or even into a conference championship. But yeah. or a conference final, but they can I could see them beating Golden I, State
1: for sure. I, I think they don't match up well with Phoenix, but I could definitely see them beating Golden State in a very high flying, you know, run the floor as fast as you can both ways kind of kind of series. Yeah. You know, John Morant is he's special, you know, and Dylan Brooks is the best player that nobody knows in the league, you know. Jack, Jackson Jr. has come back and had a great season. Bain mm. is excellent. Like this team is definitely solid all the way through. You know, they just they don't have uh, you know, um whatchamacallit? They don't have the, the front court that uh Phoenix has, but it's uh it's a really good young team.
0: Yeah. And and then and then you look at the bottom and it's just a bunch of garbage right now. Minnesota's having a good year. They're finally looking to break their playoff curse, and that's fine, but they're a first round exit. The Clippers right now are somehow I commend this team a lot. The fact that they are two games under 500 and actually beating some quality teams. They just beat the the Warriors the other night and Dallas on the road. Yep. The fact that they are doing this without Kawhi and Paul George, I have nothing but respect. I mean, the way Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris and Luke Kennard are carrying this team, I don't know how it's being done. Right. Uh, but if there's any possibility, I think I don't think we see Kawhi Leonard, but if there's any possibility of... of of Paul George coming back and being what he was to start this year, I, we could see something from the from the Clippers. Uh, yeah. it, we're not going to see both of them back. So so I don't think that, that – I think they're going to have to wait another year. Uh, but, you know, th- but it's no, just a bunch of garbage here. I mean, we could talk about the Lakers next. I mean, what, what – I don't even care to talk about
1: that. The Lakers are done. The Lakers, honestly, they need to trade <laughs> – nobody's going to take Westbrook. But they need to trade uh Davis. They, they need to get rid of him and try they have do you know they have one number one pick over the next six years?
0: yeah, so so this is about the Lakers. Anthony Davis actually goes down with a bad what what looked to be a a horrific ankle injury the other the other night. Turns out he's only out for a week or two, but looked like he you know dislocated his ankle, which it wasn't ended up being that bad. It was just a sprain. So he's going to miss another two weeks. He cannot stay healthy. No. Uh, the the this team has has you know went the full Rams all in screw the picks to get a, a championship, and they did that. So so as Laker fans, I understand you're frustrated about this team, but you they, they did the the all in to get the the ring. They got the ring, um and and now they're they're they are left with the the three max players that they have, which. If you look at this team, you know LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook should be good enough to be a contending team in, in in the NBA. I mean, that's just that's the first thing we need to talk about. Why is this team not good? I understand there's nothing else. What you know, the role players are just are are nothing good. But when you have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook, like why is this team not a contender? You have a three of the one, three of the best players in in the NBA. I mean, that's just how it is. And I understand Westbrook isn't shooting the ball great, but he still gives you 20 points a night. So why is this team not, you know, good, better? That's the first thing we need to answer. And the second thing is, is they can't improve their team anymore because you just said they don't have a first round pick for six years. They don't have any, it's, it's the three max players. And then it's, it's, you know, eight other minimum contract players. So who are you trading? They have nothing to give. So, right. and no one wants Russell Westbrook. You know, I'm sure people would offer for Anthony Davis, but who wants Russell Westbrook? Nobody wants Russell Westbrook. So they have nothing Look, to move. This team is going to be what it is until Westbrook wants out or Davis wants out, which I don't know what right. the case is that. But this team, and the Carmelo needs
1: to go. He yeah. needs to retire.
0: The question we need to ask is: This Lakers team is 27 and 31, and I understand that LeBron's missed time, Anthony Davis missed time, and Russell Westbrook missed time. But when they, when them three are on the court. Why aren't they winning basketball games? And I can't really tell you that. This team should be better than it is. A hundred percent.
1: But they don't play defense. They're terrible at shooting threes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they rank towards the bottom, the middle to the bottom in three points. And that's the game, the NBA game now. You know, and they they just, they don't play defense. There are times that you're just like, you watch them all look at each other like, oh, man, I thought you got him. Oh, no, you got him. No, I got him. You're like, hey. Fuck! You put your hands down, hit the ground, and play some defense. Yeah, you know it's it's unbelievable. And look, Anthony Davis is, has just been a train wreck this year. You know? Yeah, and now i another two weeks. Uh, I mean, look at look at the team
0: behind them. The Portland Trailblazers, since they've made the they, since they traded away uh, C.J. McCollum and have not had Damian Lillard for most of the season, have won four straight and now are two games back
1: of the L.A. Lakers.
0: So I, that just puts and, it and in perspective.
1: Sc- and scoring it will. Yeah, I mean scoring 120 points a game. I mean it's yeah. like what the hell, you know? Anthony Simmons, local boy, you know, yeah, and Nurkic having, and Winslow have been playing really well, but they, uh, it, they're they're a team also that when you get to the playoffs, if Dame Lillard is healthy, you know, you know is he coming back? Like I don't know. Is he? Yeah, I mean, I
0: I would think come playoff time you would see a, a, a Damian Lillard. He's only played 29 right. games this year. He has an ab- right. abdominum Injury, Addominal, abdominal injury.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I I don't. So know that's a team that could be
1: very dangerous, you know. For, oh, we, for could, a first we could we
0: could see, but uh, yeah, everything else is garbage there in the West. Uh, but but right now, I mean, to to me, it is wide open in the East. I think Phoenix right now is set for me, you know, set for a finals a finals trip. Um, and in the East right now, I think Chicago is the best team right now. Get healthy, yeah. and I think that they could we could see a Phoenix Chicago NBA Finals, but. Uh, I i still I'm down think for they, that. Yeah, I I am too. I agree with that. But I think this Eastern Conference is going to change all over the place in the next month and a half, two months. And I think come playoff time, we're going to see game sevens in every round. I think this is going <laughs> to be back and forth, and and we should be in for for a good uh, postseason, like it was you know last year. Last year was one of the best NBA postseasons I've ever I've ever watched. So yep,
1: uh, we should. Now, have the definitely only thing, the in only a, b- the only thing bad is we have to endure the. NBA All-Star weekend.
0: Yeah. Is, so just garbage. The uh the All-Star weekend is this week. Uh you have obviously the the All-Star game Sunday, but you have some, you know, the festivities um Friday and Saturday. The Rising Stars game, look, a lot of great players this year, especially rookies. The rookie of the year race is wide open right now. Cade Cunningham's been under the radar because the Pistons stuck, but he's been very good in his debut. Evan Mobley has is the leader right now in terms of a lot of Reporters and every you know everyone because of how well the Cavs have are playing and how well he's playing you know for them. What about Franz uh, Wagner? Can can we talk enough about Franz Wagner, the most unappreciated rookie in the in the league because 100%. no one cares about the Orlando Magic and they suck as well. But what Franz Wagner is doing, leading you know all rookies in points, he's incredible. I mean, he is, this is this is he is better in the first year than I ever thought he would you know, being his entire career. He, he is, he 100%. is incredible. I mean, he is, he is playing so good. Um, you have other guys like Desmond Bain, who is really contributing to that Memphis team. Uh, fantastic. Uh, you have, uh, LaMelo ball who is, you know, carrying that Charlotte Hornet squad. Uh, Scotty Barnes has also been a great rookie for the Raptors. Like we all pretty much knew. I would we just talked about who is adding a lot, uh, to the bulls there. Uh, another underrated guy is Jonathan Kuminga for the warriors has come back from his injury to start the year. He's been really good too. I mean, this is, this was a guy that was in the G league and everyone thought would be a top five pick. He fell because, you know, people didn't think he was a splashy player. He's a really good player as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have,
1: you didn't even mention Jalen
0: green. Yeah, I'm talking about it. I was going to go down to the rest. You got Jalen green who has been, has had an interesting season, started out really hot, then got hurt, and the Rockets started winning. Then came back, and they started losing again. So there's been this kind of talk about: is he better for this team? Is he worse? But he he has that team has a lot of work to do. So I'm not gonna you know judge him solely on that. But a very good player, Cole Anthony is is just a uh, just, just you know one one of those guys that that you, you, you love. You, you cannot hate Cole Anthony. He is a team player. He's an incredible player. Uh, he is you know definitely with this. Magic team needs to be, you know, front and center of their uh, you know, of of their their point guard position. Um and then you you can't say enough about Josh Giddy of the Thunder. I mean, this mm-hmm. this this is a star. We're watching a a complete star in the making of a guy that is 19 years old and has three triple-doubles already and the three youngest triple-doubles in NBA history and he owns 1, 2 and 3. <laughs> this, this dude is is unbelievable. I mean, he is he's an Remember incredible, when we laughed at
1: when he was pick six and we're well, like, well, we, is,
0: la- we laughed at it because it was it was a guy we didn't know because he played in Australia and he looked yep. funny and you just didn't you didn't see anything crazy from the highlights. But he is an incredible passer, very athletic, yep. can shoot the ball and grabs 10 boards like every game. So he's always crashing the boards. Hey, he, you cannot ask enough from this guy. And man, it just shows you just pick the Europeans. Or pick the he's pick a, the foreign guys. The, the,
1: he he is one skinny motherfucker. I mean okay. he is he's almost a foot taller than me, and I weigh more than him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a, he's a little he he is he's a he's a tall, but he's he's a uh, he's a stick there. He's a beanpole. Yeah. And then you got uh, Jalen Suggs, which rounds out the Orlando, Orlando Magic guys. Who a lot of people say this. A lot of people say that Suggs is having this incredible season, but man, he can't get the shot down. It's not it's not you know the the best offensive season you'd like to see from, from your, your top pick. But man, is that dude an engine on defense steals wise. He, he put Jalen Suggs on your star, you know, guard, he will lock him down and he is, he's a great defender. So that is, that's good to see for me. Cause I thought his liability in the NBA would be his defense. So mm-hmm. that's, that's fine with me. You know, his, his shot will come for him, but that's the, uh, um, uh, the, the rising stars there. Then you got the three point contest Saturday night. You got CJ McCollum that I like watching. Yeah. You got CJ McCollum in there. Trey young, obviously Levine, if he is healthy enough, will be there for the bulls. Desmond Bain, who has been one of the best three point shooters since he's been in the league. Carl Anthony towns will also be in there for the Minnesota Timberwolves, <laughs> which I mean, you, you will hear me say this all day long. Carl Anthony towns, is the most underappreciated player in the NBA, which nobody talks about And He is, you know, playing at a, you know, an all-star starter caliber. If, if you know, Jokic wasn't around, uh, Fred Van Fleet, who we all know is a great shooter, Luke Kennard, which is been like we just talked about the Clippers has been really you know carrying them, and Patty Mills of the Brooklyn Nets. Patty so Mills. That's why, a, why is Joe Harris not playing,
1: not doing it. He's well, leading Joe the Harris. And...
0: Yeah, he's been hurt all year. I don't yeah. know what the deal with his. So he would have probably been in there for them. Uh, then you got the dunk contest, which has gone downhill, and you know not everyone enjoys it.
1: I can't even watch as it. much. I, I literally can't watch it.
0: Uh, interesting names this year. Uh, how about Juan Toscano Anderson of the Golden State Warriors, who I'm sure everyone probably listening is like, who the hell is that? Uh, pretty including, athletic guy. Including off this the, guy. Yeah, pretty athletic guy off the bench. Um, not sure what to expect from here. Jalen Green from the Rockets, who we all know as crazy bounce and can do some crazy dunks. Uh, you got Cole Anthony, who we just talked about from the Ma- from the Magic. Not a guy that you'd think about the dunk contest, but go back and look at high school. He was in the college um, dunk contest that dude can, can throw down some crazy dunks for, for not a, you know, a pretty tall guy. So mm-hmm. excited to see what, uh, what we can see from him. And the guy that I am most excited about because why I was so high on him coming out of college is Obi Toppin of the New York Knicks who has had a underwhelming start to his career. But we know that that guy can, that's my favorite you know, to, to win this because we know that he can throw down some crazy dunks. So mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to watch Obi there. Uh, do that but uh, and then after that you got the all-star game which you know all, all the all the guys there and then you can you can watch no defense be played if if that's your right. thing so yeah, not my thing
1: yeah i am more concerned with the last couple of games of college football because ucf plays houston tonight so that should be fun Talking about college and basketball. basketball not football and college basketball what did i say college football yeah Houston tonight and then guess where uh, you'll be seeing me uh, The we only have two more home games right you'll be seeing me at both of them oh I have courtside seats to the East Carolina game. oh wow so you'll be I will be than I am I will be closer than you and then I have the suite uh next Wednesday for Cincinnati there you go so you will be uh you'll be in
0: attendance there. Yeah. I mean, college basketball, I right know we can end this, you know, end this episode off with this. Uh you have the new top twenty-five coming out, Gonzaga back at first. Um, but I just want to talk about it. Did you see Jabari Smith the other oh, night, man? It's just the best. I mean, he's this is th- this NBA draft, I cannot be more excited for. I mean, as a fan of the Orlando Magic with the worst record in the NBA, I mean this could <laughs> not be a better draft to have the worst record in with Chet Holgram, who the, the same night as uh, as uh, Jabari Smith puts up a 18 and a 18 and 18 performance uh, which <laughs> is incredible. And then you see Jabari Smith against Vanderbilt I mean they, they were losing this game early yeah. in the uh or early in the game Halftime, they're only up by I think two. It was pretty close to, until 10 minutes left in the in the in the in the second half. Jabari Smith just took over the game. I mean ca- catch and shoot seven threes. Mm-hmm. 31 points. Mm-hmm. Walker Kessler, who is going to win Defensive Player of the Year, 22 points ha- has another seven blocks. What, I mean, what the heck is that? Uh, and and these teams, teams be, these, teams these teams two teams are are incredible right now. And mm-hmm. you know the 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 top 25 is forever changing, like it always is, uh, on the back end. But I mean, some other teams we can talk about. How, how about Rutgers? Got to give a shout out to Rutgers right now. Just came off a win against Illinois. Uh, that's four straight wins against top 25 opponents. They take on Purdue, which could be their fifth, who they've already beaten when they were number one in the country. I give, give some shout-out
1: to uh, to Ron Harper Jr. there, who's a fantastic mm-hmm. player. Um, you know, but, but, but I mean, they beat, they beat Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, out Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Michigan State. I yeah. mean, it's a Rutgers team that literally, I, I mean, we, we, we wrote them off. Yeah, you know, like we thought this was going to be the year that they took 100%. a big, you know, downward move. But Ron Harper Jr. is the man. Yeah, him, is. him and he's him, him and uh, what's his name, and uh, Geo Baker. Yeah, uh, Geo Baker, unbelievable, awesome backward. too.
0: Yeah, and and you know, you have for most teams, you have you know less than six games left. We we got two mm-hmm. and a half weeks until conference championships. And once that picks up, we'll definitely get more into this and definitely, you know, oh, yeah. be breaking down.
1: It's, a be- it's, it's such all a bad, good the time best time of year. of year. It's such a good time of year.
0: Best time ah. of year. So we'll, we'll definitely, as we get closer to March, start breaking down college basketball. But we are done. Done for the week now. First right. episode of, of, you know, the off season. Um, And, and Listen, you know, most we'll be... importantly,
1: I get to see you Sunday. You know, you're going to come across. Are you, you going to come across and give me water?
0: Yeah, I'll get you water.
1: Definitely, okay. On, Although on I Sunday. do have, I do have the VIP tickets with oh, the whole spread just, and, the, just, and maybe I would be getting uh, you food.
0: <laughs> just uh, wow. Just just talk about how important you are and how how special and and what a celebrity you are. You know, on, Listen, on You know,
1: obviously people have been listening to the Sports Appeal because you know I've been getting calls for these great you know VIP oh. tickets. You know, so I haven't gotten here. any calls, so I'm I'm supposed <laughs> to be the host.
0: Where who, who are you getting calls from? All right, we'll but talk but that, offline. That's that's it for today. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday, um, and and we'll be talking more more headlines. Hopefully this weekend, can we get some can we get some crazy stories to come out? Can we get some yeah, uh, nice. some 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 uh, some tea to talk about here? That's that's I what like I'm looking it. for. But we'll be back. We'll see everyone next week.